to a very special episode of RPG. <laughs> I had the drop ready this time, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> I was prepared. Yes, this episode is our end of year review for the 1989 RPG Golden Years Season 1. Yes. yes. Season 1 down. We have reached the end of our first season. We have completed three games of varying difficulties yes and uh, yeah we we have reached the end of our tether <laughs> we are here um now i'm just gonna just gonna stick a little bit of music in the background here from 1989 just a sort of little compilation just 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 while we talk about our experiences in 1989 <laughs> okay <laughs> so we're gonna Gonna start gonna share. A share. Uh, it, this is going to switch through all the different music from 1989. I just thought people oh. would love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Bit of fun. But yeah, it's just like all good stuff. Look at that Tetris. Oh. Anyway, for an audible show, let's not talk about the video that we're watching. <laughs> so how, um, how was 1989 for you? Did you enjoy the, uh, the RPGs that were released from this decade? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, so far, it's pretty good. Yeah. We finished all of them. We're done. Oh. <laughs> this music's very distracting, isn't it? <laughs> it's very distracting. I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> I'll turn it right down. Oh, look at that. SimCity. Wow, SimCity was released in 1989. Uh, Jason and Kylie. I don't know if that was ever in America. <sighs> all fun and games. All fun and games, Rich. But yes, so um, we do have some news from the year, 1989. For instance, uh, we knew that the Game Boy was released in this year. Yes. Very exciting stuff. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's been good. You know, Atari Games released Hard Drive, hard Driving, and uh, Sega released Fantasy Star 2. But that was released in Japan. <laughs> in yeah. 1990, we've got the release for it, so that's why it's in next season. Uh, it's just loads of them, you know. Super Mario Land on the Game Boy, which uh, was the first to have Princess Daisy in the series. Oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja version? Turtles for the NES. Then if you remember that one, it was hard as hell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the North America release of Dragon Warrior, or Dragon Quest One. Oh, really? I didn't know that was released that year. Yeah. Uh, Mother was released in Japan. Which, uh, we've got a couple of those coming up later on. <laughs> yep. Uh, the first ever Prince of Persia was released, which I think I've mentioned before. Um, SimCity, the first uh, real-time str- uh, software game, was released. First SimCity. Car- crazy stuff. Uh, and Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse, which was the, to turn out to be the final game from the series to be released yeah. on the NES. And that was released on the 22nd of December, so... Yeah, I only just made it in for that year. Um, in hardware news, you know, the uh, the Turbo Graphics was released in North America. <laughs> oh, you're my hero, Rich. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and also the Sega Mega Drive was released in North America as the Sega Genesis. That's like your favorite console, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I, I love the Genesis, uh, the Mega Drive. It was so good. And look at that. Uh, Mattel glove. released the Power Glove for the NES. This is a this is a crazy bit of kit. It's an actual glove, and it's got like a little keyboard on it with the NES controller. 
I don't know why they did that. Yeah, I've, I can't even work out how that would actually even work. I assume, like, your fingers responded to certain buttons and stuff. I guess. It, just, it looks nuts, doesn't it? But it looks like, you know, a weird sort of 80s Terminator thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's strange old stuff. Uh, other than that, as we always know, every year Nintendo sues someone. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does look like it. They did. <laughs> <laughs> 1989, they sued someone over the rights for Tetris. Um, yeah, um, and that's kind of a, that's all the gaming news really that we had from 1989. It was a busy year. We had some big releases. I mean, the Turbo Graphics, oh, what a console! <laughs> right, you know, it's a shame. It's a shame we didn't get to play it much, but uh, it was a good old, good old console. I'm very impressed. Right. I'm also very, uh, I'm also very upset that we never really got that. You know, eh, it happens. It's a shame, but uh, it was all good stuff. Now, um, it is the end of the year, and I didn't realise that this isn't actually a thing in America, but you guys don't really celebrate having a Christmas number one, do you? No, M- we don't. Nah. No? Uh, there's a big thing in the UK where whichever uh, song holds the number one spot at Christmas, I mean, it's no different holding the number one spot at any time of year, but for some reason we make a big deal out of it. <laughs> And we do this every single year. So normally, it's some sort of really, really cringe-worthy Christmas song. Um, but this year, 1989, we had Band Aid 2 with Do They Know It's Christmas. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the second version of Band Aid. I think we may be up to the third one now. <laughs> But yeah, I thought that would be a really good one because we are at the end of the year of 1989. We'll play us a bit of uh, Christmas music. Unfortunately, <laughs> in America, uh, you don't really, um, yeah, you guys don't actually apply this <laughs> this rule. No. So you guys were listening to um, this little ditty by Phil Collins. Oh, Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, at least he's got some good drums. That's right. Yeah, man. Come on, guys. It's Christmas. What the hell are you listening to this for? <laughs> we don't do that. We don't do none of that. Nah. Yeah. Well, at least, uh, at least for the next, uh, at least for the next series in 1989, we're going to be playing out some of the uh, the East soundtrack. Oh, good, guys. Because uh, I've just absolutely fallen in love with the music from East. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Oh, it's just, I can't believe how good it is. It's like, it's, um, it's actually incredible, the music. But, you know, that's 1990. <laughs> we, yep. we will save that because that is the future. That hasn't happened yet. <laughs> we, don't, we don't exist in that time yet, Rich. That's right, we don't. No, we are still in 1989, and today is our last day. <laughs> so excited. So what did you, what, what was you doing in 1989, Rich? Um... You know, I was three, probably learning shapes, colors, learning to be potty trained. That's about it. <laughs> um, Nothing much there. <laughs> I was probably the same. <laughs> I think I was like four or five during this time, so I wasn't really doing much. I think I might have been potty trained by this point, but I was probably just running around the local park like an absolute lunatic. Yeah, I probably do that too. Yeah, I was probably my. I, I'd imagine my dad would take me over the park, let the dog off the leash, and throw a football my way, and I would just probably run around for about two hours kicking it. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be me done. I'd be very happy. 
There you go. Yeah, not, I mean, other than that, in, in the real world, obviously, um, the Berlin Wall came down. That happened. Uh, with David Hasselhoff singing on top of the wall. Everyone forgets what a big, uh, how much the Germans love David Hasselhoff. Yeah, they love him. They, I, I don't understand. Yeah. They just absolutely love him. And he's got a song, which is called The Song of Freedom. And as they tore the wall down, uh, the wall down to separate the East from West, to stop the separation, he was there. He was actually there on top of the wall with his guitar singing his song of freedom. It's just nuts. And um, doesn't surprise me. I don't know. Probably, probably not many people have got that. But um, our our logo for 1989 was that actual image. But I just um, I'd replaced David Hasselhoff with Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, I, I, I got I got that nice image off of Google of all these people celebrating the wall coming down, Hoff standing on top, and uh, yeah, <laughs> just took him out and put Zelda in there. <laughs> That's going to be a common theme for our logo. I'm going to try and find some sort of really big political event and make a computer game logo out of it. So yeah, enjoy that, guys. Yeah, so um, I mean, we played uh, we played three games this year, Rich. I know. Two, okay. Only two of them were RPGs. That's right. Which is kind of crazy because last year, you know, I didn't play that many video games hardly at all. Like I didn't finish any. So I'm actually really proud of the fact that I have completed three. <laughs> it's a good. So it's a good goal to have. I mean, I think I did 12 last year. I was pretty pleased with that. I thought, you know, one a month. I think I'm up to like 15 now for this year. Crazy stuff. <laughs> oh, you're going to do a lot more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is this game is definitely, uh, this game, this podcast is definitely pushing me to uh, complete games. And given that they're RPGs as well, uh, I'm very impressed yeah. <laughs> that I'm actually managing to beat them. Especially uh, the second one with Alan. <laughs> so before we get to Alan, because we all, we all love talking about Alan. Let's talk about uh, Alan. Um, what about Dungeon Explorer, our first game? How, how um, was that for an entry into our podcast? I thought that was a pretty good entry into the podcast. It you know wasn't over the top, too grindy, or you know uh, basically just a pain in the butt. <laughs> but you know it was fine. It was a good easy easy way to get transition into this podcast. Yeah, I a, think it was a very nice action RPG. It was very much you know along the lines of a Zelda game, uh, but with the RPG elements of you had to level up your character every time you killed a boss. It was good fun. The uh, the combat was quite mediocre, <laughs> from what I remember. Right, yeah. uh, the story was mediocre. It was an average game, which we gave a below average score to in the end. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I gave it a 27 out of 60. And you, Rich, you... Yeah, uh, I think you gave it... Well, you gave it everything 19, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> so, yeah, you gave it a 19. So you rated it a bit lower than I did. But together, we came to a nice 38.3%. Which is very similar to our uh, our current user score. Uh, which Good. is... Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's completely different. Uh, no. 31.66. 51 uh, 50, or 31? Oh, sorry, 51. Yeah. That's, that's me not being able to read. <laughs> I don't read no good. But yeah, it's uh, it was a fun little game, Dungeon Explorer. I mean, I thought it was fine. It was just a little bit of a pain, but it was fine. Yeah. How did you find the... Um, how did you find... Or how did you how did you find the TurboGrafx? Um, it's a little... You know, it's a different console, but I think, you know, it's it was a hidden gem. <laughs> it was. It could have been, it could have been, you know, marketed here a lot better, but it, you know, it wasn't. Yeah, I can't believe that this game didn't actually get a... Yeah, you know, this console didn't do better, basically. So, just put a bit of background music on from Dungeon Explorer. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I mean, this game... It was good fun, this game. 
I did have fun with it at the time. <laughs> it'd probably been good if you had like uh, multiplayers and stuff too. I think there was a multiplayer function, but obviously we only had the one controller. Yep. <laughs> so we couldn't really investigate that one too much. But there was a, there was a multiplayer aspect to the game. Um, yeah, it was just a nice, fun little top-down shooter. And you know, I mean, what about the twist? Did you expect the king to turn out to be the bad guy? No, I did not. I thought it was just going to be one of those. Oh, thank you, and then that's it. But no, that it was not. The king turned out to be an evil moron. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So that, yeah, that was a good little game. Nice, nice bit of fun there. And um, Metal Jesus here. And I- <clears throat> yeah, just a good bit of fun. So, what about Final Twin Lap? How did you feel uh, when you were just suddenly uh, thrown into that universe? Or Final <sighs> Lap Twin, should I say? I, I'm I'm never going to get that right, am I? No. <laughs> it. I was not a fan of that game. That was really a terrible experience <laughs> to go from like. You know, an okay game to like, oh my god, why? <laughs> so much pain. It's very brutal. It was crazy, uh, wasn't it? Yes. Oh well. It I've was done past it. it I've, I've, you know, I don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> Not for now, anyway. But yeah, I'll yes. just again put some little background music. I'll put on some uh, final lap twin music. I mean, listen to that get your groove on isn't it it's like proper old jazz music yep. <laughs> uh, let's jump to that one that's the town music oh oh does it, it has kind of a pokemon feel to it it does have a big pokemon feel to it in fact the game's very much designed in that sort of way it looks the same which is um i mean it's a big jump because pokemon was released 10 years later 1990 uh, 1999 sorry um, and that was released obviously on the game boy but, um, oh god, this this music is actually just it's making me have like P <laughs> post traumatic stress disorder. Yeah, <laughs> like, let's come on, let's let's talk about Alan, the greatest, the greatest and hardest computer game boss of all time. I hate him. <laughs> do you hate Alan? I hate him. Yeah. Do you, do you need to speak to someone? I probably do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, Alan. Alan was a douche, you know. If you want to hear our full thoughts on Alan, <laughs> you can listen to our uh, final lap twin review. Because, um, and also, if you want a challenge and you want to beat the hardest boss ever created in a computer game, play that. Play final lap twin <laughs> and experience the hell that me and Rich experienced. Exactly. And this, uh, and also this lovely music that you're listening to. <laughs> um, and then finally, we had um, the wonderful Castlevania Three. Which uh, won our vote, so thank you everyone for voting. I think we had 71 votes on that, Rich. I think so. Yeah, it was a pretty big vote. Like we, We've been going for a month, man. I'm, I'm well impressed that we got 71 people to vote for, yeah. for us to play a game, which no one's... Uh, and well, even funnier is we have over 100 Twitter followers. Yes, yeah, well pleased. I think it was 104 when I looked this morning. Yeah. So, yeah, thank, thanks to all you guys for getting on board early with this. I mean, obviously this is going to be a long 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 journey that we're taking here yeah. but yeah it, me- it means a lot to us that you have all jumped on board um yeah so um castlevania 3 as you guys voted you know i i did try try my best to get blazing lasers involved <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, really, I really wanted to play blazing lasers but uh i did not win unfortunately but castlevania 3 dracula's curse did 
and this game was fantastic. Good suggestion, Rich. I thought it was really good. I mean, I did not expect it to be like that, but I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, I, I kind of assumed it was going to be a lot more basic than what it was, if that makes sense. Yeah. I was kind of thinking Castlevania on the NES, and I was really just expecting the worst. But the, uh, the the mechanics was fun, you know, the combat of just running and jumping and whipping everything in the face. It is it is basically Mario with a whip. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I really enjoyed it. It was good to play. It was good fun. It had its challenges. It had its uh, difficulties, like falling off stuff. Oh god! I, seem, I spend I seem to have spent most of my time playing the game just falling off of objects. I felt like my own <laughs> my own controlling <laughs> my own controlling of Trevor was. Uh, worse for his health than the enemies <laughs> but it was really really good game really good fun yeah it's just I liked it classic. I thought it was a good good choice in there for sure who knows I may throw another one in there another Castlevania throughout the year well we do have um, Symphony, uh, Symphony of the Night is an RPG so that yep. will be coming up during the Playstation 1 era and that's during a re- that's a good game and that's got a, that's during a really juicy part <laughs> of our podcast Oh, good. If that, if that makes sense, it's, uh, yep. there's a really good run of games when we play Symphony of the Night to get just to get you excited for the future, Rich. You know, <laughs> uh, I'm excited. I think it's like sandwiched between uh, Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. So um, in the lead up to this, we've got uh, there will be Terranigma, which is great, Vandal Hearts, Wild Arms, Shining the Holy Ark, Albert Odyssey. These are all like pretty well you know these are all loved games <laughs> people rate these games very highly uh, Battle Ogre, uh, Ogre Battle March of the Black Queen then Final Fantasy 7 then Castlevania then Alandra then Tactics Ogre and then Final Fantasy Tactics and after that Diablo I mean nice. how's that for a lineup of games it'll be fantastic oh god and then after that is Sega Frontier and then Breath of Fire 3 and then Panzer Dragoon Saga Ah, oh, Shining Force Free. Oh, yeah, that's a. I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I mean, that's 1998. That looks like a great year. <laughs> uh, mixed with a bit of 97 as well. But yeah, that's that's going to be some good seasoning when we get to that stage. <laughs> man, yeah, man, that's going to be a good one. But uh, we can talk about our next season if you want. Oh, actually, should yeah. we go? Should we go back? Actually, let's go back a step. Let's talk about. Let's talk about our bosses. Oh, man. Okay. So we are going to do a... At the end of each year, we're going to rank the bosses from each game. (laughs) So, um, yeah, and then we're going to eventually compile a list of the toughest boss characters ever created. So I think we should both do scores out of 100, Rich. Sure. So that we can determine who is the greatest boss of all time. Now, this isn't just so that we can say Alan's the greatest boss of all time. (laughs) Because no. uh, I know I know Neo X Def is a complete bitch too. Yeah, uh, but at least you can grind for Neo X Def. You know, Alan, you have to have the skills, or you just—it's just not happening. But let's go back to Dungeon Explorer and Navos. Okay. So, how many times do you reckon you died against Navos? I want to say it was in the double digits. Yes, it was probably a good twenty, thirty times. I think I I, I think I hit the forties to fifties. If I'm to be honest, <laughs> um, it was rough. Yeah, I did struggle. I did struggle a bit. Again, I feel like some of that comes down to the fact that you've got the um, 
the controls of using a touchscreen. Yeah, that's probably true. It just doesn't feel as sensitive as when you've got a control pad. And this isn't just me being whiny and blame blaming it on my phone. <laughs> I I played a bit of Fantasy Star One on my phone, and I had the same problems where you know, the character just suddenly stops walking, or you're trying to push up, and you're not quite getting the thumb position right. And it was really difficult to get around on that game. But when I switched it over and I started and I put it onto the PSP, and suddenly I've got an actual D-pad and two buttons that I can use. The game's suddenly so much smoother, and it's more fun to play. So I feel like that is a, a detriment to us when we're having to play these games on on more modern devices like touchscreens. It just yeah. doesn't seem to, doesn't seem to work as well, which is a shame because it's so convenient. <laughs> but I think uh, I think I'll have to invest in some sort of Bluetooth controller for my phone so that I can play. Yeah, you these might need games. one. Yeah, just so I can play these games with an actual controller, just so I get the proper experience for it. Because I feel like I died probably like 40 to 50 times against Navos. I reckon it would have been 10 to 20. <laughs> it was not yeah, a good time. I died a lot. I was very pissed at a couple times. I even almost threw my my tablet. <laughs> I did that probably the other one too. Uh, you got to be careful, man. Tablets are expensive. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm thinking when it comes to Navos, I'm going to give him a, a rating of 63. Just off the top of my head. I was going to give him more of a 55. 55? Yeah. Yeah. Because he was, you know, he was difficult, but he wasn't something that was going to be, you know, you couldn't get past him. Like, it wasn't massive pain. He wasn't. I just don't, I don't like it when you've got huge bosses and they've got big hands (laughs) floating around him. It's just, you don't uh, like the hands touching you? <laughs> it's just too many things on the screen, man, and they're all really big. It's just like there's yeah. nowhere for my tiny little character to go. I'm just going to get mauled. <sighs> but yeah, yeah it's, uh, I, I found him a bit. I found him quite difficult. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I'm glad I beat him in the end. <laughs> yeah, that is a good. That is a good sign. You know, at least we do manage to beat these people. Oh yeah, and. Um, so that gives him that gives him an overall rating of fifty nine. Okay, I, I I think that'd be a, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. So if we yeah combining our scores, Navos gets a rating of fifty nine. Now, what about the ultimate inhuman beast from the from the depths of hell, Alan? <laughs> what are you giving him? <laughs> um, do, I, do I want to give him a hundred? I was going to give him a 90. A 90 out yeah. of 100? Yes. I find that really low. I mean, I well, can't... I mean, we're probably going to run across some other bosses that are pretty tough too, but right now he's he's up there. I know, but I don't think I've ever faced anything quite like him. Give I him a 100. I feel like I should, but then I'm worried <laughs> if I do find someone more difficult in the future. That's why I put a 90. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I think I think that, that actually makes a very good question for Twitter. Have you ever played an RPG that's got a uh, just an unbeatable end boss? I'll tweet that out today. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Uh, okay, I'm going to give Alan a 99. Okay. <laughs> uh, and what did you say, Rich? You said 90. 90. 90. Yeah. You, you sticking with that? Yep, I'm sticking with it. Okay, fair enough. So, God, that's some, that's some big scores for Alan right there. I mean, yeah, what? Oh, Alan was just nuts, man. How, how, can, yeah. how can they make someone that tough? 
the programmers are like, they'll never do this, and then just get demolished. <laughs> no one's going to play this game. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> They're just going to play the main bit, and no one's going to actually play the side quest. Uh, but that gives it a nice, Alan, a score of 94.5. Oh, that's one tough son of a bitch. That's right. <laughs> so what about our good friend Dracula? Okay, he wasn't too difficult. I mean, he had those three different stages of him and everything. I'm going to give him probably a 42. 42? Yeah, yeah. I think that's okay. Uh, I'm probably going to say... <clears throat> uh, it's all jumping, isn't it? And whipping. And yep. He was trying to be sick on me. <laughs> yeah, and he trying to give you a disease. Yeah, he was, trying, he was throwing up on me. He kept trying to put this big fiery stick up my bum, uh, and then he started, you know, just throwing lasers out of his hands like he was some sort of beast from the future. Uh, in his mystical clock clockwork castle that fell to pieces. Um, I'm going to give him a 39. Yeah, we're, we're quite close there. He was he was a good challenge, but yeah, again, he's not the most difficult boss I've ever fought. Yeah, if I'm to be honest, which does make him that will make him the lowest, uh, the easiest boss that we've fought so far. Not surprising. No, um, yeah, because I thought I did. I definitely do think that's right. I think Navos was more difficult. I don't think anything will be as difficult as Alan ever. <laughs> oh, um, hopefully. So yeah, he gets a score of uh, forty point five. Sweet. Uh, right, next up for our um, end of year, we've got our game of the year competition. <laughs> nice, I'm ready. Are you ready for this? I need some. I, I should have got some sort of trumpets <laughs> <laughs> to go. Uh, so we're going to have our. Uh, we've got our. We've got our six categories, obviously, and we're going to see who wins all these categories, and then who gets named game of the year, 1989, and then we'll have to sort of create some sort of an award and send it to the people who made it. <laughs> I think <laughs> that may be a bit overkill, but uh, yeah, it could be a bit of fun. So, Rich, let's have a look at your scores, okay? Okay. So we've had we've got our three games, and for combat for Dungeon Explorer, you gave it a four. For Final Lap Twin, you gave it a five, and for Castlevania Three, you gave it a seven. So you've rated Castlevania Three the best combat so far of the year. Would you say that's fair? Yep, not surprising. <laughs> yeah, and I almost gave it the exact same scores. I rated Dungeon Explorer one less. I gave that a three, but I still rated Castlevania three as a seven. Uh, so yeah, Castlevania, you get the award. <laughs> you get our first award oh, for the best combat. Yes, best combat to Dracula three. Come up and give a speech. For Castlevania three. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, but yeah, apparently whipping is more fun than driving, <laughs> yeah. or just throwing arrows out randomly. <laughs> uh, right, so next up, we've got our mechanics score. So this is just, you know, the rest of the gameplay outside of combat. So I, let's go with me this time, I went with Dungeon Explorer, I gave it a 2, because you pretty much only walked around, there was no, there was nothing else to do in the game. Uh, final lap twin I gave six because you know there was some interaction you have to go to shops you have to talk to people to find out information there was a bit of fun there and Castlevania 3 I gave a seven because the combat and the mechanics are exactly the same <laughs> so Castlevania wins that one for me and yourself Rich 
Um, <clears throat> again, you only rated Final Lap Twin different. You gave it a slightly lower rating than me. Yeah, that's not about right. <clears throat> yeah. So again, Castlevania Three, it wins its second award of the night. <laughs> I feel a trend coming on. Oh, so do I. <laughs> so Castlevania Three, it's won best combat, uh, best combat, and best gameplay. What a game! So story. <laughs> Rich, guess which one you rated the highest? I'm going to go with Castlevania. <gasps> You're right. You did rate it the highest. And That's right. Now, I've actually got a tie on my one. I've oh. tied Dungeon Explorer with Castlevania, giving them both a five for story. So, uh, using the law of averages, <laughs> Castlevania wins. There you go. <laughs> So Castlevania 3 has the best story of 1989, officially. <laughs> now, our next category is best graphics. So I came in here, and again, I've said Castlevania had the best graphics. I gave it an 8. And I want to say I gave it a 7. You did? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, and uh, you rated Dungeon Explorer and Final Lap Twin very low. You gave them 2s and 3s, respectively. Yeah, they were terrible. <laughs> I thought they were quite good, man. It was, you know... Well, from playing uh, Yeast on the Turbo Graphics, they are shocking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the graphics of Yeast, uh, I'm not going to give it away. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, again, our winner of Best Category for 2000... And, uh, sorry, for, <laughs> for 1989 in Best Graphics is Castlevania 3. Woo! Is it, is it going to be a clean sweep, Rich? I think it will be. I think it will be a clean sweep. Okay, so, music then. Again, I've rated Castlevania 3 the best for music, (laughs) giving it an 8 out of 10, uh, in comparison to giving the other two 3. And yourself, you've given it an 8 out of 10 as well. God, you gave Dungeon Explorer a 1 for music. It was terrible. Oh my god. It was so much better than Final Lap Twin. Eh, I don't know. Well, I don't know about that. I think Final well actually Final Lap Twin had better music, but it was more it got more annoying more quicker. It got annoying <laughs> real fast. Yeah, it was it was a pain, wasn't it? So yes. Castlevania three has won best music. Surprise. So finally, <clears throat> the best feeling game. The one that you enjoyed the most. I'm gonna say Final Lap Twin. You were right. You enjoyed yep. Final Lap Twin the most. No. <laughs> that was your Not least enough. favorite game with a two. You again, yes. you've rated Castlevania and given it a seven. Myself, I've rated. Oh, I've got a tie again. I have tied Castlevania with Turbo Lap Twin. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I uh, said, wait a minute. I tie. I tied it with um, <clears throat> Dungeon Explorer. I thought they were both equally fun games. And if I'm if I'm being honest with myself, I couldn't really split them apart. I would just say Castlevania Three is a bit better because the combat's more fun. Good. But yeah, so that's our best feeling game. So we have a clean sweep of all the categories for Castlevania Three. So, uh, what do you think is going to be our <laughs> game of the year, <laughs> Rich? I'm going to go with Castlevania Three is going to be the game of the year. Yes, so, it got so a good. score. Yeah, Dungeon Explorer got a score of 38. Final lap. Twin got a score of 35, and Dun- and Castlevania 3 got a score of 70. So it is definitely winning our Game of the Year competition. Nice. So congratulations to Konami. 
who produced the game. You have won our Game of the Year for an RPG podcast for a game that is not an RPG. <laughs> and it was my, my uh, recommendation. It was your recommendation. It was a very good recommendation. Yes. Um, so, so I think that's, um, <clears throat> that's going to wrap up our year, really, for 1989. Yes, uh, I, I don't know if you've got any last final thoughts on the year before we leave it behind us. I'm nope, gonna, I'm ready to go. Let's go forward. You're going to go forward. I'm just going to, I am going to say goodbye to the year, though, by playing us a bit of old Anxiety. <laughs> Which is uh, the only you, way, the only way you can see out a year. <laughs> it was a fun year, 1989. You gave us many problems, many hopes, many dreams. You came in with Dungeon Explorer, and you showed us how to save the world from an evil space alien slash might have been Satan. <laughs> it wasn't too clear in the story. Nope, but, not clear at all. But we persevered. We fought for all those dungeons. We killed Navos. And we saved the world from the impending doom. That again wasn't too clear what the doom was going to be. And then we raced our way around the world, meeting many other racers along the way. Fat Pat, Big Mick, most of them were overweight. <laughs> and then we were destroyed by Alan. And then oh finally God. we went all the way over to Romania with Trevor. Good old Trevor. We met Grant, Silferina. Alucard and we climbed a huge castle to destroy a vampire that wasn't really doing much he was just sitting there <laughs> the poor poor man we just broke into his house I know Grant had broken into his house already what a gear yeah. <laughs> he broke into his house to rob him he deserved to be turned into a monster anyway this is what we did in 1989 and the year has now come to a close and so we say goodbye and we look forward to the next year but this is like the Queen's speech, isn't it? Um, I know, right? <laughs> the next year, 1990, where we will have many fun games and we'll actually have some real RPGs to play. <laughs> I'm excited for those. Yes. And so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Let's hit it, man. Let's hit 1989. Let's <laughs> say do it. Go- say goodbye. Thank goodbye, God. 1989. Sod you. See you later. You are the past. We are here Thank now God. with the future. It is 1990. Whoop, whoop. That's right. I should have had some sort of Will Smith music lined up. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been good. So the first thing to discuss about 1990, obviously we've got Yeast as our first game. Yeast, sorry, I've got to pronounce it with an E, not a Y. Yeast Book 1 and 2. Yeast Book 1 and 2, which I believe you've already finished Book 1. I did. You demon. Last night. You beasting demon, man. I've only, uh, I'm I'm, I'm getting towards the end of Book 1, but even still, man, I'm impressed. (laughs) Um, We have... We have a couple of games this year, only four. <laughs> so um, East, it was actually the last game we should have been playing. It was down the list, but obviously it won the vote, so it's now top of the list. So after we played Yeast, which uh, if you're not playing it, pick it up and play this game. Yes. All right. It's available on every single format you can pretty much think of. <laughs> it's on Steam, so you can play it on Windows, Mac. Uh, it's on uh, the iOS Store. It's on the uh, Google Play Store. It's everywhere, man. You can buy it for the PSP. Or if you really want to go old school, like I am, you can play it on the Turbo Graphics. Oh, sorry, the Turbo Graphics CD. This was the first ever CD RPG, and they really showed off with it. The music's fantastic. 
the graphics are fantastic. The gameplay is pretty good. The story is pretty engrossing too. So yeah. pick up Yeast and play it with us and rate it with us. You will not regret it, I promise you. <laughs> it is a really good game. After Yeast, we're going to play Fantasy Star 2. Because I'm really looking forward to that one. I'm really looking forward to that one. It's gonna. It's. Uh, I warn you, Rich. The Fantasy Star games, especially the early ones, are very grindy. Oh, good! I'm so excited for that. <laughs> but it makes no. It doesn't hide the fact that it's grindy. Oh, that's good. Do you know what I mean? It is like you are going to have to grind out before you go into that next dungeon, and you're going to have to do that every time before you go to the next dungeon. You you need to get strong, because you'll start fighting stuff, and it will kill you straight away. (laughs) So, yeah, it's a grind fest, but they make it enjoyable. Uh, And then after that, we actually have to nominate a game each from the year that we will vote for. But we've already had a vote for all the games rich so i figured we'd just roll a dice sure. <laughs> and see which one which one wins so i'm gonna pick uh double dungeons so are you happy okay. to use um final fantasy the legend yep i'll use that yeah okay uh i think i'll roll first okay all right we're gonna roll uh this is a <laughs> this is an app that's rolling for us but i'm gonna roll a 1d dice <laughs> and whoever gets the highest roll wins Right, we're ready for this. This is this is exciting podcasting stuff. <laughs> uh, right, Go sorry, uh, not D twelve. I'm rolling a D twenty. Go. Da-da-da. I rolled a one. <laughs> and I rolled a twenty. You rolled a twenty. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Okay, so we have our order for 1999. Um, I don't know if we'll be squeezing in another game somewhere in between. <laughs> <laughs> Probably will be. So we're going to play Final, uh, sorry, Fantasy Star Two, and then we'll be playing the Final Fantasy Legend on the Game Boy, which uh, there seems to be a lot of love out there for. Um, and then uh, I don't know what's after that. <laughs> oh, Double Dungeons. <laughs> so are you excited for are you excited for that, Rich? I am. Let's do this. Yeah. Any any thoughts on those games? <laughs> um, no, I'm actually curious about the Final Fantasy Legend to see if it's any close to the, you know, Final Fantasy series. Um, I don't think it is, what I've heard, but, you know, I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious too. Uh, it looks, it's supposed to be very, very fun. A lot of people have already suggested that um, I read a guide <laughs> before I start the game, which is always a, a little bit of a worry. <laughs> I have to say. Um, yeah, it looks like it's going to be a fun year. I mean, I'm already loving loving playing East. That is a fantastic, it's going to be a good that one. Is a fantastic game. We obviously we always encourage you guys to play along with us. Uh, we'd love you guys to send us your scores. Just uh, tag, the, uh, tag, the post, tag, the, tag the podcast at RPG Years and use the hashtag RPGGY for Golden Years. Uh, RPGGY scores. And, you know, use the same rank system we're using, combat, non, non-combat gameplay, uh, story, music, graphics, and how you have felt about the game. So your overall feeling while playing it, whether you liked it or not. Give them all out of 10 and send them to us. We'd love that. Don't forget, you can rate and review us on iTunes as well. Yes, do that, guys. We want to be able to read those on the, uh, on the next episode that we have. Uh, we'd like to know what your thoughts are, if you like us, or if you actually, if you don't like us. I mean, you may read those. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I got uh, I got a small criticism, uh, not through um, iTunes, uh, from a friend of mine, uh, and I've taken it on board. So 
he's like gave a small little um, thing about what we can do to try and make it better. That's what we want. We want you guys to enjoy this. You know, we don't want this to be a long grind. <laughs> yeah, for you guys, for sure. <laughs> yeah, me and Rich are the ones who are supposed to be grinding here. <laughs> I'm excited uh, for that. Yeah, and uh, don't forget if you uh, if you do want to sponsor us, we have a Patreon site. You can go to patreon.podbean forward slash rpggy and you can uh, sponsor us there if you want to. Uh, we're currently, when we hit the $10 mark, <laughs> you know, set our goals high here, Rich. That's right. Very <laughs> uh, high. We will, we will have a patron game uh, that you can enter in, uh, which will be one of the fans translated games that we have a list for. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm excited for that. I want to get our first one in there and see what it's going to be. We'll I think a, it'll be fun. Yeah, we'll do a when when we hit ten dollars, we'll do a live um, a live elimination session <laughs> on the podcast to determine which game gets in there. I think we've got sixteen on the list at the moment. I think I, so. Fan, yeah. fan translated RPGs that never made it to English. Things like Secret of Mana Free, uh, Live Alive. There there are some really good top games in there. Uh, Mother Free. Uh, so yeah, we we'll be really excited to get some of those onto the list, guys. Uh, anything else, Rich? No, that's it. That's all we had. I mean, it was a, a good short year that we had for first <laughs> season of RPG Golden Years. Yeah. So season one is down. Welcome to 1990, everyone. Season two. That will be our next episode. <laughs> so, yeah, it's good to hear from you guys. If you want to um, if you want to talk to us on Twitter, feel free to contact me at Metunica, M-E-T-U-N-N-I-C-A. And me at hailblue1569. Or if you just want to talk to both of us, contact us at RPG Years. And don't forget to send us your scores. We love scores. Yes. We need them. <laughs> cool. All right, then, guys. Thank you very much for listening. That will end our 1989 review, and we'll look forward to seeing you next year. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Yeah, next week. <laughs> All right, then, guys. Over and out. Thanks for listening. 